Welcome to Aviation Close Calls. Cautionary tales from pilots about things that went wrong, what they did, and the advice they have for others. These stories are brought to you by the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, helping you learn from other pilots. Close call. What did I think I was doing? I hadn't ever been so glad to feel the earth beneath my wheels as I did when my aircraft touched the runway after this flight. I had boldly set off in marginal weather because it appeared to be improving, but Bureau of Meteorology radar on an electronic flight bag can be up to 10 minutes old, and when the weather has a 40-knot tailwind in the direction of your flight, things could and did change by the time I was where I wanted to be 35 minutes later. I'd heard the special weather forecast 10 minutes ago, but I couldn't land due to low cloud and rain. I decided to return to my point of departure, which at one point necessitated flying up to eight nautical miles out to sea. The white cap waves 3,000 feet below through scattered stratus were not scenic, and the weather over the coast would not allow me to get anywhere closer. It was at that point that I called Brisbane Centre and gave an alert as I continued northeast around the incoming cloud bank which towered up to 10,000 feet to the northwest. ATC advised there were storm cells approaching my destination. A more accurate report was confirmed locally by an RPT aircraft on the area frequency which served as a communication line. I tried to get into a coastal strip but had to turn around and head back out to sea, with ATC keeping a thorough watch on my flight, issuing forward weather updates, inquiring of my experience in IFR and giving encouragement, but options appeared to be closing for my destination. ATC advised I would have to fly through Lightning if I continued north of Rockhampton and that my best option was to land on a beach. It sounded radical. However, the envelope was closing fast and I had to make a decision. I hadn't yet compromised VFR, but flying further out to sea with diminishing endurance and the strong headwind was not sane, and I would soon be in VMC. ATC asked if I was abeam a certain island and advised that it would be best to land as soon as possible. I decided to commit to the radical option. It seemed the only one available. I descended to 700 feet through the scattered stratus preceding the main cloud bank about five nautical miles to the west, which was no longer white and fluffy, but black and blue. I'd just begun a precautionary search and landing for the ocean beach, which looked feasible, when I recognised a familiar landmark from where I had taken off earlier. I'd ruled it out as weather-bound, but it was about three nautical miles inland through rain mist, and I thought I could make it before the wall of water that was coming from the west converged. I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I hadn't chosen to commit for a radical off-field landing. After reporting my third attempt to land somewhere during this flight, I advised ATC of my intention and asked if the airfield landing lights could be switched on. The day was getting dark, and as the crosswind drove the rain, my wheels touched the runway in the wind. The aerodrome reporting office helped me tie down in the downpour with thunder and lightning. When I called ATC to thank them, one of the relieved team said, we were surprised you were out there. One of my first instructors told me never to fly on minimums. 
It's not bad weather, but marginal weather that kills you, the instructor said. Pilots don't fly in bad weather. I also thought that years of experience could compensate, but nothing can overrule sticking to a bad decision. Lesson learnt. I've made a new checklist as a result of this experience. I now check the weather before all flights, even those of 25 minutes duration. If going further than 50 nautical miles, I lodge a flight plan and most importantly, I give myself time. This allows me to pre-flight the aircraft to my satisfaction and make any last-minute precautions, which may include abandoning the flight. I shouldn't have been out there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Aviation Close Calls, brought to you by the Civil Aviation Safety Authority. Why not share your story so that others can learn from it too? If we publish it in our Flight Safety Australia magazine, we'll give you $500 for an article you've written yourself or $250 for a story over the phone. Email fsa at casa.gov.au.